You asked and we delivered. Swifty School number two is here. On this bonus episode, Stephanie and I take you through an intensive timeline of Taylor Swift and Katy Perry's relationship. Plus, we talk about the new album coming in August called Drumroll Please, Lover. And we then discuss the new single, You Need to Calm Down, and the star-stunned music video, its significances, and all the hidden messages. Swifties, you need to calm down. Welcome to Saturation. My name is Cade. Um, I am not here with Grace right now. If you're listening, this is our bonus episode series called Swifty School, and we're doing episode number two, and I'm here with one of my greatest friends and fellow Swifty, Stephanie Bell. Woohoo! Um, we did Swifty School like... Uh, back in few, April. Yeah, it was like a while back. It was like April 27th. So much has happened since then. Right? We did a Swifty school at the start of TS7. Like, But the, we do nothing, though. Right, yeah. But we did it uh, right after me. And we talked all about oh, me. Yeah. Right. Um, so if you listen to the first 50 school, thank you so much. We greatly appreciate it. I know a lot of people have personally DM'd me and told me that they loved it and have been DMing me the past couple of weeks, wanting me to do another one, wanting us to break down some yeah, things. There's so much to keep up with with Taylor. So much. Um, and we finally felt like we have a lot of information, and so we wanted to do But there's our been so many episode. things that have happened just in like the past couple days. couple days. Yeah, we're like, really overwhelmed. Yeah, breaking news. Needless to say, we need to call. Calm down. We're probably going to say that a lot this episode, just to forewarning. Um, so, if you're listening, thank you. Also, I would like to personally shout out the person. I sent this to Stephanie. Someone wrote us a review on the Apple Podcast app solely talking about Swifty School. Now, I've done 27 other episodes of the podcast, but one episode of Swifty School, and this person loved it and wrote a review. And so, I just wanted to thank you for us. We're doing because, this for you. Yeah, we appreciate it. We're, we're, we're here for you. Um, okay, so basically... We want to give you a little rundown of what we're going to be talking about this episode. We're going to be doing a timeline slash breakdown of Katy Perry and Taylor Swift's friendship starting from 2009, coming all the way full circle to 2019. Which for a part in the middle was not a friendship. Right. Not a friendship. Um, We're kind of emphasizing the whole relationship. Um, And we're going to give you all the dates, all the facts, because... Um, as you know, there's been some rekindling of recently. So it is a very detailed timeline. So you yeah. will know everything by the end of this. Stephanie is really <laughs> overwhelmed by my. By I'm my very overwhelmed. I am, have not followed the timeline as well. But I think you'll know Just because I don't know as much about Katy Perry. Right. We needless to say, I don't know. Have you always been a Katy Perry fan? Or I mean, you just she, she just said she didn't really know much about Katy Perry. What I mean, I'm not like hating on Katy Perry. Right. I just have never really been a fan of Katy Perry because I really like her until the drama with Taylor started and I was right. very much maybe I liked her like you know like the 8th grade or something yeah. teenage dream days but I remember so this is totally off topic I'm sorry but when we did Summer of Solutions TBT <laughs> and we made bucket lists do you remember making the bucket list kind of one of my bucket list items was to see <laughs> Katy Perry with my mom I always think about that because I'm like uh oh, well, Katy Perry um so we're going to do that, and then we're going to talk about the new album, which is coming later this summer, 
give you some details on that, and then we're going to talk about the latest single, You Need to Calm Down, and the music video that dropped a few days ago. So we're going to try to be very concise, but we're going to give you all, all the dates. The dates. Um, so shall we start with the timeline and yes. breakdown? I need to know more about this, too. I really wish you all could see this outline because I'm very proud of it. Um, we're I gonna, did nothing on it. So <laughs> I kept telling Stephanie, did you see my outline? Did you see my outline? And she was like, oh, and then tonight she was like, I haven't looked at it. Um, so it's going to be good. We're going to start 2009. I'm going to give you a couple of facts about that year. They were friends. Um, they were kind of hitting the award show circuit together. Right. That's where you see all those pictures. You know, you know how, like, any time, like, any of these major outlets, like E! News, Us Weekly, people post on Instagram about Katy Perry and Taylor, and it's, like, right. this old photo of them right. at some award show. These are where these photos came from in 2009. Right, a long time ago. Yes. Um... Uh, they tweeted back and forth a lot. For example, in July 2009, Taylor Swift tweeted, Watching the Waking Up in Vegas video. I love Katy Perry. I think I'm going to hang her poster on my wall now. Oh, my gosh. So sweet. Right? <laughs> and Katy replied and said, You are such a sweetie pie. Let's write a song together about the subject we know best. Dot, dot, dot. For my new record. It'll be brilliant. Oh. Yes. And you see, I did not know that. At the time, Taylor was doing Fearless, and she was on the Fearless one tour. One of my faves. Such a classic. I went to that. That was like one of my first concerts ever. That's yes. amazing. I was so little, I wore the t-shirt. I don't remember when you went to that. I you, bought the t-shirt there, immediately put it on, wore it during the whole concert. With Mason Layton? Yes. Yes, Shout I out to them. Shout out, shout out to our other Good friends. times. Great times. <laughs> I wasn't there, but it was great. Um... Then, during that tour, Taylor, you know how she'll sometimes sing, bring other people on stage or sing other people's songs? She sang Hot and Cold a couple times on the Fearless Tour. So, they were definitely friends. She was she was a fan of Katy Perry. Right. She had no reason to not be her friend at this point. Right. Also, not to down Taylor, but at this time, she was just a small country star. Right. And Katy Perry was this big pop star. Right. So, there's no wonder she there was a fascination. Then, um, between 2009... In 2013, things are a little rocky, but I'm going to call this the John Mayer effect. Which is just rough in general. Yes, yes, yes. Um, So, it, like, there's never any, like, concrete evidence that Taylor and John have had a thing, but it's been highly speculated over the years. Yes. Let me tell you why. So... I thought it was just like a for sure thing. Yeah. Also, I want to add that sometime during those years, um, Katie came out during the Fearless Tour and sang with her as well. So, they were friends again. Right. but uh, the Dear John song. Yes, 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 yes. That, thank you. That's what I was. I was reading this outline. Um, basically, Taylor wrote the song called Dear John, and that kind of got the speculation going that, that it was about him. Because one of the lyrics was, "It was wrong, don't you think? Nineteen's too young to be played by your dark, twisted games when I loved you so." Now, I'm not sitting here saying she has anything with John Mayer, but if you remember, back in his peak, he was a player. Right. He, there's a lot of interviews, a lot of old magazine covers and things, and he just, like, says some things that are, that are just not, yeah. like, very player-ish. I'm so shocked by this. This is, like, new information to yes. me, too. Um, and a couple years later, Katy Perry began to get close to John Mayer. Oh. Um, the two... Um, Dated, where they were definitely hooking up. Um, the timeline on their relationship is a little unclear. Um, they engaged in an off and on again relationship. Oh, I thought you meant for a minute. They right, were I know. I was I know. like, no, no, what? No, no, where no, have no. I been? Not engaged. They were just engaged right, okay. in an on and off. That's yes. bad wording on my part. In an on and off again relationship that ended in 2014. Um, 
in the year and a half that they, you know, quote, dated, it was reported that they broke up in August 2012, March 2013, and February 2014. Oh my gosh. Three times. So obviously it was a very rocky relationship. Um, in 2017, you might remember this, Katy Perry did a 96-hour YouTube live stream. It was so cool for her album that was coming out called Witness, um, and James Corden came on there and recorded stuff for the Late Late Show, and, you know, they did that game where it's like, they did several of his classic games right. and things, and one of the questions, um, I'm so sad I don't remember the game, but it's where you have to eat something bad if you oh, don't. Oh, your guts or fill your guts? Yes! Okay. Way to come in. Um, they did that together, and her question was to rank her lovers in oh, order from worst to best, and he gave her three names. She put Diplo in third place. She put her current fiance, Orlando Bloom, in second. And she put John Mayer at the top, her best lover ever. All right, all right, Katie. We don't really know when they ended things. If they had that much of a sexual tension, I'm willing to bet that at some time, somewhere, things have happened. You can imagine. So that was happening from 2009 to 2013. No one really knows. Long time. Not not a lot happening between them. 2014 is when things get hot and heavy. Okay, let's discuss this. This is probably what all of you have heard about because it's been the most talked about conflict between them. The background dancer Right. Big issue. Big issue. So, Taylor Swift was had just become a massive pop star at the time. You guys know she did Red, and then she totally Switching switched to pop country. to 1989. My literal favorite album ever, probably. Yes, yeah, a good one. That's really when she won me over. I was like, yes. yes that's, when my, yeah. that's when my, like, fascinating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she won a Grammy for her single, I Know You Were Trouble. But before she switched to pop, she was on the Red Tour. And she had hired three dancers who had danced previously for Katy Perry. A few months later, in the middle of the Red Tour, Katy goes back on tour. Right. And her dancers um, claim that they were approached by Katy to ask if they would join her Prism Tour. Um, and they agreed to do it. stuff, right. Okay. So, they, so basically, these backup ranchers, in the middle of the tour... Just high and dry, left Taylor. They were yeah, on stage one night. Yeah, was talk to these backup dancers and right. like, what yes. do y'all got going on yes. here? Basically, how I imagine it, one night they were on stage with Taylor, the next right. night they weren't. And that's an issue when you're in the middle of tour. It'd be I'm different like, if yeah. they were in rehearsals or almost done or yeah. they were in the middle of her red tour. Right. Where are the backup dancers? <laughs> right. Um, and so... That's basically when the rumor started that they had had a falling out um, ahead of the release of the fifth album, Not Nine, and Bad Blood. Um, and Bad Blood was really what told us a lot about the feud. Um, it became Swift's official single on May 17, 2015, and that music video. I mean... Do you, I mean, you, you remember it, right? Wait, which one is this? The Bad Blood? Oh, yes. With, like, yes. all the, yes. like, the squad. For like, sure. Yes. Um, Katy Perry. Definitely. The iconic. Girl Gang. Yes, The Girl Gang. So, in September 2014, Taylor did an interview with Rolling Stone Magazine, and she talked about how Bad Blood was about another female pop star saying the person did something, quote, so horrible that made them, quote, straight up enemies. At Katy Perry. So she said, For years, I was never sure if we were friends or not. She would come up to me at award shows and say something and walk away, and I would think, Are we friends, or did she just give me uh, or did she just give me the harshest insult of my life? I was so confused. She then got more specific and said she basically tried to sabotage an entire arena tour of mine. She tried to hire a bunch of people out from under me. Okay? 
juicy stuff. So after that article came out, Katy Perry posted a cryptic tweet. You remember? Yes. And it said, quote, watch out for Regina George in sheep's clothing. And that was on September 9th. So that was basically, that's when people were like, all right, Right. something's going down. Because she was trying to be like, Taylor always acts like she's so innocent. Right. Exactly. Which Things are definitely heating up here. Definitely heating up. So now we're in May 2015. And the topic of battle blood between the pair came up in an interview with the Telegraph. And Taylor said, quote, I'm never going to talk about her in my interview. It's not going to happen. She went on to add um, that she has natural enemies. She said, it's not real if someone appears to have any issues with any... If I'm sorry, I butchered that. Let me start again. Quote, it's not real if someone appears to never have issues with anyone. I have my friends. I have my enemies. Right. That, I mean, right. that's When you're true. that big. That's true. Okay, so she said that. Then in July 2015, that, and I remember this like it was yesterday. The MTV Music Video Awards were announced um, with all the nominees, and Nicki Minaj tweeted, If your video celebrates women with very slim bodies, you'll be nominated for Video of the Year. Oh, Then a few minutes later, Taylor got on there and responded and said, I have done nothing but love and support you. It's unlike you to pit women against each other. I did remember. Maybe one of the men took your slot. Oh, snap. So the next day, Katy Perry chimed in. She didn't mention Taylor, but she said, "Quote: Finding it ironic to parade the pit against pit women against the yeah. pit women against other women argument about as one." I have butchered that. Can you read that? Um, finding it ironic to parade parade the pit women against other women argument about as one unmeasurably about. I don't know. We might, I don't know. Well, we didn't this quote, I'm sorry. We didn't really we didn't get this. I think she's just trying to say it's ironic that you yes, she would say this comment about making yeah. somebody else think that they're pitting women against women when she's yeah. saying Taylor is doing the same thing. Right. And she said she capitalizes on the takedown of women. Right. Because she is highlighting that Taylor is doing all of these mean things to Katie herself. Right. Yes. Yes. Um, Minaj later clarified that her comments were not meant to target Swift in any way. And the pop icons performed and hugged when at the awards show in 2015. Do you remember this? Kind of. So, that MTV Music Awards, Nikki's out there doing, oh my gosh, I can't believe I don't remember the song, but it's like a pretty, it was one of her popular songs yeah. at the time. Very like African dancey. Right. I and Taylor that. Swift rises from the, from under the stage in the middle of the performance and they start singing Bad Blood together. Oh, snap. I don't think I remember this. Now, let me tell you something. For years, I was we were in college. Right. I had this bookmarked on my phone, and every time I was on a way to an exam, it became my ritual to watch this performance. <laughs> I'm not kidding. This performance really shaped my life. It really encouraged me. I still have it on there. I mean... Nikki and Taylor coming I, in with the... Right. I have a lot of test anxiety, and, like, I guarantee if I looked it up right now, I could really find it. Right. Um, it was it was a big, a big moment for me. So... coming up. Call Nikki and Taylor. Call Nikki and Taylor. They will be glad to help you out on that. Look, right here. Nikki Minaj. Look, guys, I'm oh pulling you. You can't see what I'm pulling up. Oh, it's not there anymore. Sadly, it's taken down, but he definitely but, has the yeah. still safe. Yeah, so if you need the link, let me know. Um, okay, so that happened at the award show in August. Right. And then in October, 
GQ did a whole thing and asked her basically about the Rolling Stones interview, who the song was about, um, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Which, why would she say that? Well, I mean, she's already said that she's done talking about it. Um, and she said, I'm trying to think. It's really long, so we're not going to read the whole thing. But basically, she said it was not a song about heartbreak. It was about a song about loss right. of friendship. Um so, basically, she was saying, I didn't write this about one person, but just about how you lose friendships right, in general. In general. Um, she went on to add, so I don't necessarily care who people think it's about. I just needed to divert them away from the easiest target. Listen to the song. It doesn't point to any one person or any one situation. But if you've listened to my previous four albums, you would think this was about a guy who broke my heart. And nothing could be further from the truth. It was important to show that long friendships can be just as damaging to a person as losing a romantic relationship. Oh. And I can feel that. So, I understand. Right. July 2016 rolls around, and this is all the drama with Calvin. Okay, Calvin is like, yes. maybe we have some fans out there, but huge not fan of Calvin. We're not on the train. Um, so you guys know Calvin's hit with Rihanna, This Calvin Is What You Harris, Came For. Yes. The DJ. The DJ. Just to clarify. Just, yes. Um, their hit, This Is What You Came For. It was written by N- Niles So. Yeah, whatever. Basically, a pseudonym and an alias. Right. Tyler, or sorry, Calvin and Taylor broke up, and it came out that Taylor was the pseudonym. Right. So she and the person who wrote that hit song because at the time they were dating. In a series of now deleted tweet tweets, Harris seemed to address the timing of the reveal. Because they broke up, and then it came out that, it was yeah, that she had written it. Which, all that is crazy to me anyway, that she like had written the secret song. And She's used the so talented. Like, only Taylor Swift would do that. She said, he said, hurtful to me at this point that her and her team would go so far out of their way to try and make me look bad at this stage, though. In another tweet, he then said, I figure if you're happy in your new relationship, you should focus on that instead of trying to tear your ex-boyfriend down for some for something to do. At that time, she was with Tom Hill. Right. So immediately after Taylor and Calvin were over, it got ugly already. Yeah. Because she moved on really quick. That already right. hurt his feelings. Right. Then this came out. Whatever. Because I think she was trying to get away from Calvin. Yeah. Then in the tweets... Um, Calvin Harris name-dropped Katy Perry and said, I know you're off tour. You need someone new to try and bury like Katy, etc. I do remember that. But I'm not the guy. Sorry, I won't allow it. Um, That day after the tweet went viral... The next day, Katy Perry tweeted a gif of Hillary Clinton shrugging. Um, she followed up with that by retweeting her tweet from 2015, simply stating, Time, the ultimate truth teller. So, so she's very right. subtle in her jabs, but right. she's got definitely getting pretty into Yes. Um, in 2016, September, a fan tweeted Perry and said, Will you collab with Taylor Swift? And Katy Perry responded, If she says, Sorry, sure. October 2016, while celebrating her 32nd birthday at a Kanye West concert in California, Katy Perry recorded herself dancing to the specific lyrics in reference to Taylor Swift that Kanye wrote about in Famous. Um, And she was singing it, put it on her Instagram story, got really close to the camera, was widening her eyes, you know, making all these expressions, and definitely got the part of the song that says, I feel like me and Taylor still 
might still have sex. Why I made that bitch famous. Which the Cole Kanye is a whole other issue to even whole get other into Taylor, which we cannot. But that was like huge deal that he wrote this song that was supposedly had this jab at Taylor. Mm-hmm. She was in the music video, like not her, but like a wax figure of her. They had made up at the time before this, right. and then that's what caused the drama right. of recent. So anything that involves Kanye with Taylor too at this point is always controversial. Right, very. Ugly deal. Yes. Um, all right. So in May 2017, Katie's got her album coming out. And of course, you know, when any artist has something to promote, they do a press junket. Right. So it was very quickly, this is like her first press junket since a lot of this drama. So it's like, right. you know, she's going to be out here talking about this. Right. She did. She dropped the album Witness on May 19th. The next day, or yeah, the next day she was on Jimmy Fallon. Um, and she said that the song is her, is her anthem. Again, or so she dropped the music video and song Swish Swish right. when she released the album as well, which that song's going to be about Taylor Swift. When she was on Jimmy Fallon, she said that's her anthem about bullying when he asked her, Is this about someone in right. specific? Some lines from the song that, you know, people say makes it about Swift are, quote, Don't you come for me. No, not today. You're calculated. I've got your number because you're a joke and I'm a courtside killer queen. Okay. And you know Taylor Swift is very calculated. Right. Yes. Um, Jimmy said, is this about anyone we know? And she said, I think it's a great anthem to use when someone is trying to hold you down or bully you. That's when I was done with Katie because I was like, listen, right. you stole her backup dancers. She wrote a song. She never came out and said, this song's about right. Katy Perry. Was ultimately very respectful about not just yes. like throwing her under the bus. The, I wrote in this outline, I was done with Katie after this. That's when I was like, this is just too much. Like right. it had the off, It still goes on past this, but it yes. had already at this point gone on for far too long. Then she did the famous carpool karaoke with James Corden. Uh, they played the song, they sang it, uh, and he asked her, I remember this, my mouth was on the floor. He specifically asked her about her and Taylor Swift. I can't believe these people are just like, so like blunt, like we're going to ask you, who is this about? Like what the heck is I could not believe it. And Katie said, she started it and it's time for her to finish it. She said, it's so crazy. Quote, okay, so there are three she kind of explains the story. Right. Back Quote, up okay, so there are three back backup dancers that went on tour with her tour, right? They asked me before they went on tour if they could go, and I was like, yeah, of course. I'm not on a record cycle and get the work, and she's great and all that. But I will be on record cycle probably in about a year. So be sure you put a 30-day contingency in your contract so you can get out of it if you want to join me when I start going back on tour. That year came up, right? And I texted all of them because I was very close with them. And I said, look, just FYI, I'm about to start. I want to put the word out there. They said, okay, we're going to talk to management about it. They did, and they got fired. Mm. Perry claimed um, Swift never talked to her dancers about the disputes. Um, She said, but what I want to say is that I'm ready for this BS to be done. Now there is... Now there is the law of cause and effect. You do something, there's going to be a reaction. And trust me, Daddy, there's going to be a reaction. It's all about karma, right? I think personally that women together, not divided and not on this petty bullshit, women together heal the world. Um, Corden asked if you know it would be enough just to receive a simple right. text, a text from her apologizing, um, and Perry answered 100%. Right. So I found that really interesting because she told the story and was open about it. Was open about it. 
Um, but it was definitely kind of, I think, the, like, let's kick her when she's down. Right. Because at that time, all the drama with Kim and Kanye was going on, and you could tell Taylor yeah, was off her. social media. She was, out of she was radio silent. You weren't seeing her at places. That's when she really entered that dark right. era. It also seems that's like reputation. there's always two sides to a story. So it's right. like, what we, we'll probably never know what actually mm-hmm. happened with the dancers. Right. Exactly. Then in June, she's still doing press. Um, she did a 24-hour YouTube live. It might be the same one we talked about earlier. I'm not sure. Except that was 96 hours. So yeah, so I'm going to confuse cut down much. Our facts could be a little messy there. I'm sorry. Um, an interviewer asked her about it. She said she was ready to let it go. She said, absolutely, 100%. I forgive her. I'm sorry for anything I ever did and hope the same for her and I. And I think it's actually, I think it's time. This is what I have to say about this comment. This girl is doing all these interviews, and instead of being asked about her album, all she's being asked about about is Taylor Swift. So really, you can see where she's like, all right, I'm tired of talking about it, kind of like Taylor was, you know. And this was the whole reason, too, going back to Taylor in general, how with Reputation, she never did any press, never hardly went out. There was, like... The reason that she's still and is still so successful right now is because even though she, no one saw her for, like, almost a year, mm-hmm. like, people talked about her that whole time she was gone. The media was She crazy. didn't even have to do anything, and she was still the Relevant. talk of the town. Yeah. Taylor Swift doesn't become irrelevant. No. <laughs> uh, my funny thing, I literally said this to Stephanie before we started the podcast, is it's it's mean and mean. But it but it's a joke. I like to say, remember when so and so was relevant? Right. I will never say that about Taylor Swift because she no. will forever be Always relevant. relevant. <laughs> um there were some other things during that whole press junket. That was in June twenty seventeen, a whole almost a year later, May two thousand eighteen. You know, during that time, in November 2017, Taylor dropped dropped Reputation. There's several speculations. You know, she looks very similar to Katy Perry in the Look What You Want to Do music video. There wasn't any, like, direct, like, talking about her, but it was like, she is a cause of why I got in such a dark place. And the whole Reputation seemed like, in general, she was kind of... Mm-hmm. vaguely addressing all of the mm-hmm. kind of things she had been through. Not yeah. necessarily just with Katie, too, but all of the kind of, like... She was laying it all out. ...she had been in, yeah. She was just, I think, trying to tell her side of the story, and then now she's moved on. That was her telling her side. She's done with mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So, I don't... I personally don't feel like she ever shaded Katie Perry in right. the section era. Right. So, then... It did real well for her. I so. remember seeing this, right? Um, Stephanie and I went together a year ago, and it was the best Amazing. night of our life. We talked about it all the time. I remember this moment, this next moment in May of 2018, because I was literally so in shock, because Taylor had taken, oh, really, yeah. a silence on social media. Right. You know, if you remember, she unfollowed every single person she followed. Yes. It was very, like, hush-hush. Right. She put on her Instagram story a uh, olive branch that literal olive branch a actual olive branch which for those of you that don't know that symbolizes like um, the ending of the beef um, and Taylor put it on her Instagram story and said thank you Katie with a heart emoji didn't tag her but said Katie so everyone knew um, that she received the package um, you could see in the corner a handwritten note from Katy Perry um, and on the note some of the words were miscommunication deeply sorry written on it the olive branch symbolizes peace so everyone was like oh my, oh my gosh, gosh it's I felt really relieved because I was like again like we're in this era where right. women are supporting women and there's no need to drag this out for so yeah. long like and there's no doubt that Taylor, as trivial as this right and there's no doubt that Taylor does not support women 
So right. I didn't want that to be a thing that people always remember about her was, oh, she and Katy Perry have this beef. Like, right. You could see why they wanted to She end. has much more to her and a lot more talents to focus on than right. this. Right, exactly. Um, then things have really heated up now in May 2019, so a year later. Um, it's things, a new era. It's a new era for both of them, right. I would say. Um, you know, we have TS7 coming, and Katie's working on new music. She just released Never Really Over, which is her best song right. in years. Right, Katie, you come on back, girl. In years. That song. <laughs> out of nowhere. Before I knew that they were really friends again, I was, like, pretending like I didn't like the song. Like, I was like, I'm embarrassed <laughs> that I like this song because I've talked so bad about Katy Perry for so long. But it's such a good song. And then Taylor put out a, a playlist on Apple Music and put Never Really oh, Over snap. on the playlist in the number 13th spot. Mm, so friends, fans were freaking out. Katie dropped the music video. It's 13. It's like Taylor's yeah, favorite number. Favorite number. You guys know that. Um, and there were some very prominent moments in Katy Perry's music video and um, there was a moment in the beginning, I don't know if you watched it, but there's this uh-huh. like shadow box and it like reflected in the light and it said, let it go. And you know, oh, one of Taylor's, right. well, that's one of, her quote from her big quote, right. step into the daylight and let it go. So people were like, oh my gosh, there's definitely going to be a collaboration, right. et cetera. So then last week, was it last week? Yeah. 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 June 2019, Katie Instagrammed a picture of some cookies. The cookies, um, and it has a peace sign in, in icing. It has a peace sign on one end, and then it says peace at last with another peace sign. And she put the caption, feels good, with a uh, orange heart and tagged Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift commented on it with a bunch of pink hearts. If you're a loyal Swifty, like we are, you know what Taylor Swift's house looks right. like. I've How seen that not? marble before. That marble is iconic. Right. I want it in my own house one day. So everyone knew, oh my gosh, they're hanging out in Taylor's kitchen. She bakes. She has a friend there a lot. Real BFFs. Real BFFs. And also, um, with the two peace signs and peace at last, that's 13 characters. Oh, um, Taylor, she's a genius. Very calculated, right. you know, as yes. Katie would say. Her mind um, is crazy. And there were paparazzi pictures of them getting in a car together right, in New York that. City. And so people were like, oh my gosh, something's This is legit. Coming. Yes. Then, last Thursday, almost a week ago, mm-hmm. Taylor did a live stream. I was not expecting any of this no. on a live stream. I was about to fall out of my chair. I want to pause for a second and just say that's kind of our timeline Yes. Of their relationship. I'm really proud of us for doing that in 30 minutes. Right, because that is some stuff. Pretty detailed, right? I mean, that was pretty good. I've been in lights now. I did some digging. I didn't even know about these things. This is basically. We're going to look into maybe trying to give you class credit or something. Like, I right, feel like yeah, you, you need, need something. something it's a certificate. For, yeah. Um, okay, so we're going to now kind of transition and talk about the new album and such. Do you want right. to talk about it? Um, sure. Do you want to start out, though? Yeah, Where yeah. should we start? There's so much to be said. So. There's a lot. So she did the live stream, and she basically, Taylor, is not, I don't ever recall her doing a live stream. Maybe, like, back in the day, right. but not since to the country days. Just in general. Oh, like, right. I can't ever think of a time I've watched Taylor's live stream. Right. So, I remember we were texting, and I was like, I remember, like, it was, like, years ago. This right. is a week. Like, <laughs> but I, we were texting. Taylor, yeah. like, and we were texting, bad. and I was like, listen, what do you think this is about? And we were, you know, we were like, we don't know. You know. Right. I honestly had no idea. It was a big deal, though. And we looked at the time. It was right. 5 
p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right. which is for four us here. in the Central Time Zone. That was four. I had to be prepared for this. I was at work. I was Same. like, yeah. But I watched it. Uh, we are dedicated people. <laughs> Don't even think. Um, and she got on there. She looked beautiful. Yes. She was in Red Lip New- Classic. Red Lip Classic. <laughs> she was in her uh, New York City apartment. Right. Uh, and it was funny. She was like, I've never really done a live before, etc. You know, her personality really showed through. Lots of the best though because she's just like totally chill herself so good she so basically she did this live to serve as her kind of album announcement which I did not know this I like to say that we follow her pretty well I did not know she was going to say any of these things that she said no no one really knew literally told us everything about the album the name which we'll talk about like all these things how many tracks are on it I was texting Kate the entire time, like, oh, my gosh, I cannot believe she's telling us all this right now. I was it so like Since me, there was, like, so much time of waiting, like, n- hearing nothing from her. Like, she would go on these interviews and say things, like, a lot of Easter oh, eggs. yeah, soon, or, like, you know, be watching for this. This could be a clue, but then, like, nothing. So, I was getting to the point, like, are we ever even going to get anything, like? Literally, like, I felt like there was a lot of performances, right. a lot of interviews. You know, she did her first sit-down interview in years right. with Ellen, and she said she dropped several Easter eggs, which we'll talk about. But yes. just a lot was happening, but wasn't happening. Like right. It was like, we're seeing her, but, but we don't know what's happening. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, so, do you? I feel like you called this. Did you call the name of the album? Maybe. That was one of my suggestions. Yeah. Only because some people are super smart, figured it out. It was in the music video for me, if you go back and watch it. We talked about it. It says it in there, which, like, pretty clearly. And she said the album title is the most obvious Easter egg, and no one has guessed it yet. So you can see it in there, but then she made the comment that was, like, you see it in that video once and hear it in the song twice. So that's when I think people caught on that, like, Mm -hmm. this is probably what it's called. But it does say it in the... It shows it in the music. Yeah, and we talked about it in the last Swifty school. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you want to tell them what it's going to be called? It's drum roll, please. Should we do a drum roll? <laughs> yeah. It's going to be called Lover. Oh, God. That just really gets me. Yeah. Also, that she showed us the album art. We're really coming into the daylight. It's Let so it good. Go. It's so good. It's color. You know, right. glass black and white. It had the glitter. Yeah, so it's good. back to like real Taylor, like happy. And it's got the rainbow, like cloud, right. and her face. You guys, like if you haven't seen days. it, go look it up. It's beautiful, literally beautiful. Also, she says like in the, what does she say? Like on the cover, like the picture of Taylor is like her, but she has like a heart drawn around one of her eyes mm-hmm. in glitter. And she said something about like this album is like her looking through like a romantic like the whole album is like through her looking through a romantic uh-huh. lens and oh. somebody was like oh my gosh she's a genius like she literally is like the heart around her eye is symbolic of like her looking through this like in a romantic way yeah I heard on the live like she, a literal romantic lens by the heart around her eye she's we cannot call her a genius enough like she's no, no, it's so crazy. smart uh, yeah she said it was going to be quote very romantic that's right. how she explained the album which is really interesting because you know, she, she gets a lot of hate for writing about lovers. Right. And I, her and Joe, who Are she dates. also, like, super private. Super private. So, Which I don't. I respect. I'm all about that. But yeah. I, I can't see her. Like, I, I want to know some more. I can't see her 
all of a sudden come in really public with their relationship because right, of no. this album. We'll see. Um, there's 18 tracks. That's the most, most tracks ever had. on any album. This is her right. seventh album, so that's big. Um, she's doing a fashion line slash co- collaboration with Stella McCartney that's right. inspired by the album. Also, those were the shoes, the rainbow shoes she yes. wore at the Wango Tango. A Heart Radio Festival. Yes, so you can expect you're going to need to get some of that. Um, <laughs> it's so fitting I'm assuming for me, it's yeah. just going to be women's line. I don't know. but Who knows, though? Who knows? Uh, also, we should mention it's coming August 23rd, which is yes. the first time that she has not started some type of album cycle in November or October. Oh. Um, but she is on a new record label, so I'm assuming they wanted her to do something different. Maybe right. she wanted to. I don't know. That's her mother's birthday. I told him he was. I got him a great gift. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. nice. What more could you want? Right. Uh, also, I've already met to my, boxes, my bosses and asked for that day off because I will not be here. Uh, and I sent Stephanie a calendar invite to every single one of her emails yes, inviting I her to join me it. at Target because she's doing four deluxe editions four separate deluxe editions right. that you can get exclusively at Target I, we, I think we haven't talked about this in person yet but for Reputation she did magazines but are these like deluxe right. albums? I think it's like kind of both I think okay. It's, like, all of the music, and then there's, like, a little bit, like, Mm -hmm. different lyric books in it, which I don't know really what necessarily is in that. Probably different things. But I think what she said is that each of these has, like, a different voice memo type thing of her creating one of the songs. Okay. So there's something different on each of them. Yeah. Well, I asked you that because I texted Stephanie, and I was like, I'm getting stressed. Like, do I need to pre-order these? Like, or can I just go to Target and get them? And I think you can do both. Okay. Well, I'm probably going to have to do that, I think. <laughs> uh, also, there's new merch out. It's beautiful. Um, I will... I'm not, like, trying to complain, but as a male, it's a little girly okay. for my liking. I ordered two items of merch from the <laughs> um, Me promo. Right. And um, I had, had to give them both them. away. So... My mom's pretty cute. <laughs> yours looks great. My grandmother, Jane Jane, and my mother are proudly supporting them. Right, yes. Um, Which we need all the support. But, you know, I like the merch. So... Right. If Taylor Nation happens to listen, maybe just something that, like... <laughs> I could get away with a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Um, So that's pretty much all I know about Lover. Right. She said there's going to be a lot coming. But it's very exciting. There's definitely going to be some collabs. um, More so than the last album. I think there was only like one collab last time. So that's exciting. Then on the live, she also said, by the way, tonight at midnight, I'm dropping my second single on the album. Yeah. It's called You Need to Calm Down. Um, You can go to my stories, get it on pre-save. We cannot calm down. All that stuff. Again. We're not calm. No. Um, and we'll not be calm. That was also in the me music video. She said that in oh. French. If oh. You my remember. Gosh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So good. Um, and she said, I'm going to drop the music video, but it's going to be on Monday. Oh my gosh. This is like just blowing my mind. Right? About that. She said that. Yeah. She said it in French. Yeah. Um, she said she there, she was going to wait as opposed to doing it at the same time. She was going to wait till Monday. It was a big right. video. Dropped it on GMA and on YouTube. Right. Um, because she did say, too, like, if you go and watch the video and kind of see the visuals for it, mm-hmm. she wanted people, she said she wanted you to Lips. hear the song before you saw it. Yeah. Which makes sense when you watch it. Because I like it, that. Because as we go into it, it's about a specific kind of, like, topic. Mm-hmm. So I think she wanted you to hear it yes. before you see and everything and judge it first. And I want to commend her on that because I did not pick up on a lot of those topics. Right. No, me neither. Li- until the music video. Right. I was like, oh. Yeah, I, I, I didn't either. Or, I mean, I had seen and read about it. like, but, Right. Um, so 
I, so the song came out Thursday night, and then the music video dropped on Monday. It was not great timing. I didn't love a Monday morning. Yeah, Monday was. We were great. texting I was, like, like trying to get ready. Yeah, seven in the morning. trying to go to work. It was but just I couldn't not miss right. it. No, couldn't miss it. We were on there. Hey, people, don't mess with us. We, we were on. We will clear our calendars, <laughs> but don't stress us out. Um, okay, tell me your overall thoughts on the song. The song I thought was good. I also can I add? Yes. Um, it doesn't start until the thirteenth second. Did you notice that? What? Mm. Oh my! She's so calculated. Crazy. Yeah. Okay. So your thoughts? I was a fan of the song. Mm-hmm. I thought it had a good beat. I think so too. Um, like I said, I didn't notice any of right, the undertones until uh, it was very much like it had more substance, which I like. Yes. I think. I've I was also about. I love the me song, but I was also ready for something new. Yeah, so yeah, I think yeah. I was all into it when it came out because it was something new, and I'm like, oh, this is great. Yeah, and yes, and it was very just like we talked about that very surface level. This right. c- could have been a little deeper for me. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie, but right. Um, I said that too. We talked about this. I love both of these songs, but like. I'm also ready for the new stuff, ready for a little bit deeper things. Like, yes. I like the upbeat, all these songs, but mm-hmm. I want some things like, I was yeah. telling Kate, I want some stuff about Joe. <laughs> Stephanie is really dying for some Joe. I'm a fan. Some Joe dish. Which, I mean, me too. Right. Um, me too. <laughs> get it. Um, some of my favorite lyrics from the song, I love when she said, but you're taking shots at me like it's Patron, and I'm just like, damn. 7 a.m. Yeah. I was like, that's so accurate. Um, some other things that I really liked. I mean, the, o, uh, the O's are just, like, very okay, yes, catchy. Yes, the harmonies, me and my roommate have so been good. That. So good. Um, I like the uh, down here where it says, um, talking about, oh, I love the part where it says, and we see you over there on the internet comparing all the girls who are killing it, but we figured you out. We all oh, know now. We all got crowned. I like where she down. says they all have crowns. Because that's so true. Everybody compares right. themselves. Well, and she said that in Reputation, too, mm-hmm. in one of the songs. Um, she talks about they took the crown, but it's all right. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh. Yeah. I didn't so, even notice. Yes. I love that. The one where she's, like, sitting in the chair or whatever, and she's talking about, like, they took the crown, but it's all right. I think it's the one. Call it what you want. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. love that Yeah, one. she says that. And so now she's yes. like, we realize we all have crowns. You didn't take it. Nobody has it. Everybody. We're all doing good. <gasps> Stephanie. Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, I also like where she said, you just need to take several seats and try to restore the peace and control your urges to scream all about all the people you hate. I really like that because I feel like sometimes I'm like, can you just sit down? Like right. some you just need to people, calm down. I'm you like, just, calm down. Just, just have a seat. Um, my favorite line of the whole thing. Can you guess what it is? What is it? And snakes and snows oh, never yeah. broke my bones. I loved that so much. Yes. Um, so yes, I liked it. Right. Very tailored. Sunday, she posted the uh, like teaser. That said, all these people were going to be guest starring in the oh, video, yeah. which was pretty big. Um, so the video dropped. What? There, there's a lot of Easter eggs. There's a lot of things we could say about it. Right. Um, uh, maybe first, let's let's yeah, tell them about the plot a little bit. Uh, basically, she's in a trailer park. Right. Um, Taylor Park. A Taylor <laughs> Park. Uh, that's very like rainbowed out. Um, also, fabulous. She looks so good. (laughs) Um, you should take notice that this is Pride Month. Um, and Taylor recently has been very open, um, and very political. That's something that we never saw from her in the past. Right. Um, the last election cycle, she was doing all the encouraging people to vote, etc. 
Right. Um, and after watching this video and kind of re-listening to the song, this is a song that's very much for the LBGTQ community. You can still like it if you're not in that community. Right. But you could tell this is like kind of her gift to them. Right. And she's all right now into petitioning for mm-hmm. people to sign the Equality Act yeah. for all that. So the it was definitely made sense that this is what yeah. she's We don't here. really get into po- uh, t- uh, politics on this right. show, but um, she has been into it lately. Right. All I want to say telling about you it, this is what it is about. All I want to say about her political stance is I'm fine with it. For now. Right. But I don't want every song to have a petition with it. Like, right. let's let's give them their moment. Let's right. celebrate them. Let's unite with them. Right. But It's uh, good to do this type of thing every once in a while. Yeah. Um, so several stars that were in the music video, Ellen DeGeneres, Adam Lambert, Ryan Reynolds, Laverne Cox, Dexter Mayfield, Sierra, RuPaul, the guys from Queer Eye, Jesse Tyler Ferguson, Todrick Hall. He also executive produced it with her, um, Haley Cuoco, Adam Rippon, Hannah Hart, a lot. Right, which of, a lot are, like, most of those people are people that are in that community. A lot in that community, and a lot of supporters of that community. Right. Um, and so... Again, it kind of took me back to Bad Blood a little bit. Like, I really liked... All the people. All the people. Right. That's very cool. And how they arrange that with their schedules, I have yeah, no, no idea. Yeah, no idea. Um, basically, I guess we we kind of just want to give you all a little bit of um, some of the Easter eggs and things right. that she dropped in there. Again, Todrick was one of the co... Which uh, is like Taylor's BFF. Uh-huh. And he's very... Uh, very LBGTQ. Right. Um, she had Benjamin Button on her watch. So cute. Um, I I would like say we could go by like scene by scene and try to describe it to you, but like you just, you just need have to, to watch, watch it. it for yourself. It's so good. It, we, there's too many details. Okay, um, I love this one. Me too. Take it away. So in like the video, there's one scene like where her trailer like gets set on fire, and you can see like this picture burning in the background. And it says, "Mom, I am a rich man." And so, if you don't know, that's, like, from this interview that Cher did a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And 1996. Yeah, that's, like, literally when we were born. Yeah. That's when I was born. <laughs> <laughs> so, she she's doing an interview, and Cher is asked this question, and she's saying that her mom always said, like, okay, like, at this point, you need to settle down and find yourself a rich man. Mm-hmm. And Cher just looks at her, and she's like, Mom, I am a rich man. So, I love that. So, so <laughs> I'm good. I love some girl power. No, exactly. And did you <laughs> see that uh, Cher tweeted it? Yes. Amazing. Let me read y'all like Taylor's those. response because it was quite, so quite good. Um, so, Cher just like tweeted the picture of it. And then Taylor Swift tweeted and said, When you have a song about being calm and the video has a Cher quote in it and she posts it, so henceforth you are not, not able calm. to be calm anymore. <laughs> With an emoji. I thought that was funny. Um, the next kind of thing. Oh, you have to talk about yeah, this. This really blows my mind. Mm-hmm. Ellen, at you. We're mad. We're upset. So, when Taylor did this whole interview on Ellen, like, a while back, this was, like, a huge deal. It was her first sit-down interview in, like, years. And Ellen completely acted like she had no idea what was going on. And Taylor... Like, Ellen made some comment about, like, oh, like, maybe you, I should be in your video. And Taylor was like, I would love that. And Ellen kind of jokes back and forth with her, like, oh, we'll see, like, if I have time. Well, then when the promo thing comes out for the new video, Ellen's name is on it. Mm-hmm. So she actually is in the video, which, 
you, we kind of assumed. Right, at no. some point. Right. We're friends. Right. Well, in the video, Ellen's part of the music video is she is getting a tattoo from Adam, from Lambert. Adam Lambert on her right arm. Mm-hmm. Well, if you go back and watch the interview that Ellen did with Taylor, like, Ellen asks her during one of these games that they play, did you leave any Easter eggs during the interview? And Taylor's like, oh, yes, like, of course. Well, if you look at it, Ellen has the tattoo on her arm. It's, like, barely peeking out from her sleeve. But now that we know, like, we have seen the video and seen the tattoo, like, you can see it in the interview. So Ellen is acting, like, so shocked that Taylor has left this Easter egg during their interview. And Ellen was the freaking Easter egg. She literally left She Easter played egg. all of us. <laughs> so good. Also, the tattoo that she's getting says Cruel Summer, which, which a lot of people... Which song title. Uh-huh. I also would like to mention that someone somewhere made some comment that, Ky- that Kanye West said this in 1990 or some crazy right. year. Okay. This video is not about Kanye. No. I would like to say it louder for those in the back. <laughs> yeah, the this too. video is not about Kanye. This is not about shading Kanye. Everything they seem does is not about Kanye. They seem to have moved on. Um, she would not make this video for um, the LBGTQ community and supporting them, but it's secretly to be about right. Kanye. No. That's not who We're she is. We're past all that. Also, I would like to mention that Adam Lambert has a lot of tattoos. He's the one giving Ellen her tattoo. Right. Um, these are not Easter eggs. Those are his actual tattoos. <laughs> so Good to clarify that, yes. yes. Um, oh, you want to do this one? Uh, there's also, I don't, this isn't like a, yeah. So in the video too, there's like one of the trailers in the trailer park has a little mailbox out front and on the mailbox it's written love letters only. And people also think that is could be the name of a song title. And they also think maybe that could be a song that Taylor does with Katie. Because they're past the whole, like, fighting, love letters only, we're friends again. Also, Katy Perry had posted a caption on Instagram, and it was like, the love letter emoji. And, yes, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Um the necklace. Did you notice this? That 13. she has a thirteen necklace on, and people were thinking that might pay homage to right. track thirteen. Also, this is album. random too. But when we're on the topic of the thirteen, at uh-huh. the beginning of the video, just like these small random things, like who has time to think of this other than Taylor? There's like it's literally on the screen for like half a second. Like at the beginning, it starts out like a table with different things on it, and there's like a bucket of dice, and somebody counted. <gasps> The dice and it there the numbers on the dice equal sixty seven, and so it said somebody had figured out that there are sixty seven days between when this happened and August twenty third, which is when the new album is supposed to come out, and that six plus seven equals thirteen. So Taylor has reached a new level of extra, <laughs> arranged oh. the dice just to equal thirteen. <sighs> I, I know, can't. blows your mind. Also, on the topic of 13, she said that we should have known when she was dropping the album because July is the eighth month, and at 23, two and three, oh, so yeah. eight plus she three She even plus like, three. made a joke okay. of herself. She was like, and what does that mean? That I'm insane. <laughs> yes. Um, another thing, Ron Reynolds was in the video, and he's doing um, like this really cool painting, um, and he was actually painting the Stonewall Inn. This year is big because it marks the 50th anniversary of the 1996 Stonewall Uprising. Right. Um, I don't really know what that is. I'm sorry to say. I think it say. was the protest about uh-huh. um, like the LGBTQ I know it was a big moment for them in right. their community. So he, she, he was painting that, which right. again. Um, 
the fence reference. Did you notice? Yes, I think that's hilarious. At one of the trailers, there's like the fence, and she had posted a picture of like a fence. Yeah, explain all that. I don't really know. The fence. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, the fence thing <laughs> has that. become, like, this huge joke now with, like, Taylor and everybody because, like, a while back before we knew anything, like, before me, before any of the new stuff was coming out, she, like, hadn't posted in a while, and then Taylor started posting, like, all these, like, random things on her Instagram page, mm-hmm. which is kind of like the lead-up to the new song yeah. and this whole new, like, album and stuff. But, so, she posts, like say one picture the first picture was like seven palm trees mm-hmm. and then the next picture was taylor at some event and she's sitting on a staircase and people noticed that she was sitting on the sixth stair now whether that was actually like a countdown or anything i just still don't really understand but the next picture she posted was like a picture of like a lat a zoomed in like lattice fence mm-hmm. and through one of the holes is taylor's face like it's just yeah. a picture of her so, it's like the picture is super zoomed in, though. So, people are like, oh, my gosh, there's five holes in the fence. Like, it is a countdown. This is like, there's gonna in five days, there's going to be something coming out. And so, like, once everything has been released now, Taylor has gone back. And she was like, she tweeted or put something on Tumblr that she thought that was so funny. She was like, no, that literally meant nothing. Like, every, all of you guys were, like, freaking out. Like, oh, my gosh, there's five holes in the fence. She's like, no, I literally just posted that picture because I thought it was cool. Like, I didn't even realize that there were five holes in the fence. For her Instagram aesthetic. Yes. Basically. So now it's, like, this huge joke that she's, like, like in a joking way, like, because she – I mean, she loves her fans, but she, like, mm-hmm. kind of is, like, messing with them, like – you guys are so dumb. Like, that didn't mean anything. So, like, the five holes in the fence thing is, like, a joke that Taylor has with, like, us people. I get it now. Yeah. I'm so glad to know. Yes, people freaked out so much. So, there's, like, a scene in the video where there's, like, a fence like that with the holes. So, people are like, oh, my gosh, that's, like, Taylor throwing that out there. Like, ha-ha, I remember when y'all thought this about the five holes in the fence. There is some true insider info for you Swifties. Yeah, let me tell you. I can come in clutch when I need to. She can. (laughs) Um, Haley... Quoco, yeah, yeah. who's in the music video, Taylor and her are friends. They performed together a couple times. She brought her out during Reputation. They sang at a right. LBGTQ event last year together. Um, she is shooting a bow and arrow in the video, and it lands on a bullseye, and the bullseye is number five. So people think that means that the fifth track on the album. Also, is I read somewhere her. where apparently the fifth track has also always been like the most emotional song on every one of her albums. So I don't know necessarily. I love, what mean, but people have said that every album, the fifth track, is like known to be like her most like personal, emotional type song. I truly enjoy recording this and not really talking with you in person about it a lot because I learned so much right? while we record right? this. It's this really is all cool. real, folks. Um, Again, she did, uh, there was some cakes, there was a cake fighting scene, and one of the cakes had a five, one had a zero, equaling 50, again, for the 50th anniversary. Um, You are correct about the dice. Oh, also, and just like the small things, going back to the, at the beginning when he mentioned, like, her watch has her cat on it, Benjamin Mm -hmm. Button. Also, the watch, like, instead of, like, one through 12, the numbers, it's like a, a watch with those numbers. It has... There's no one, and it's a 13. Oh, I didn't <laughs> the even 13 is that. way too extra, like, 
Gosh. Uh, also, at one point, there's, like, a bunch of them um, laying out in a yard, and there's a bunch of, like, protesters like there would be at a uh, some, you know, parade or rally right. um, during Pride Month. And one of the signs um, says, get brains morons, but morons is spelled M-O-R-A-N-S. Right. Which is funny. Right. Um, at the end of the video, she leaves a final message um, that says, let's show our pride by demanding that on a national level our laws truly treat all of our citizens equally. Please sign my petition for Senate support of the Equality Act on change.org. We've never seen anything like that from her right, in no, this video. Especially in the video. Um, another thing we should add is that at the end of the video, um, she has a, a kind of a drag queen like pageant competition. Yeah, the pop queen and it's pageant. All these pad like pop very prominent figures. There's Ariana, there's her, there's Katy Perry, there's Cardi Nicki Minaj, Adele. Cardi, Adele, Beyonce. Yeah. And RuPaul comes on stage and just basically like throws a crown up in the air and that's the part when it's like we all get crowned, right. etc. I thought that was cool. And then during the cake fight, Taylor comes out dressed as French fries and out comes Katy Perry. Okay, and I had no idea. Maybe I was like not, which obviously I have to will learn after this. I don't know as much about the Katy Perry thing. I didn't even suspect that Kate... I mean, I saw all the stuff about the cookies, and I guess maybe I saw that people thought she could be in it. I don't really know. I was completely shocked. I stood here at 7 in the morning watching it. My mouth was hung open when Seven. Katie came out. I was like, I couldn't believe it. you are kidding me. Well, and I was really nervous. Well, first of all, Taylor was in the fries. Katie had on the burger outfit that she wore to the, the Met Gala. Gala. Right. Um, and the day before, I had seen um, on Tumblr that... Fans were really upset because people were saying that Katie and Taylor were going to kiss in the music video as, like, also recognizing her song, I Kissed a Girl. Oh, I didn't Um, know And people were upset. Like, the LBGTQ community was really upset by that. And so when they kept getting closer and closer, I was like... This is going to be a disaster oh if they kiss. Oh, my gosh. But they didn't. Kind they just really politely hugged. Yeah, yeah, I was, like, cute. sick to my stomach, yeah. actually. It was super cute. Mm-hmm. Um... Is that everything from the music video? I think so. You just have to watch it to see the rest because there's literally it's so just much. It's a great thing to see. Uh, also, we should mention that today, 13 years ago, marks the anniversary that Taylor came out oh, with Tim right. McGraw 13 years ago. Yeah, crazy. Again. The 13. I mean, I love her to death, but really, maybe taking out a little much. Yeah, taking out a little. It's a lot. <laughs> we get um, love the number 13. We do get it. Okay. I think. I guess that's it. I think that's everything. I mean, hopefully you're enlightened now. Hopefully you feel like I you feel know. like I am. <laughs> oh, I feel very enlightened. I'm really ready for whatever is to come next. Yes, cannot wait. We uh, we might be vlogging when we go on August 23rd. So yeah, oh, we will be. Us, but just just that hold seems up. like a fun thing to do to me. So I was like, we need to do this. We're working on some fun Taylor things that we potentially might share with you at some point. Right. So stay tuned. Look at us being all Taylor Swift. Right. Like, like who knows? We might have dropped some Easter eggs in this episode. Go back and re-listen. <laughs> Go back and re-listen. Okay, we'll see you next time. Yeah. Grace and I will be back with our 28th episode next week. Oh, my gosh. Listen to episode 27. Listen yes. to this one. Listen to the first Swifty School. Go watch Taylor's sing video. And that's the tea. That's the tea. <laughs> Bye, guys. Yeah. Also, um, you need to calm down. <laughs> I cannot calm down. <laughs>